Welcome to The Essential Rhythm, science-based natural history and human ecology of the North Atlantic seashore. This is episode 86, Yummy Yummy Copepods. Lately, my social media feed has been full of videos of North Atlantic right whales swimming through the Cape Cod Canal on their way north into Cape Cod Bay, the Gulf of Maine, and points further north for their summer feeding sojourn. Like so many whales, they divide their time between the places where they give birth, often in warm water, and the places they feed, often in cold, highly productive water. What they're after in their dangerous trek north is a tiny little creature called a copepod. These animals, and they are animals, technically zooplankton, are arthropods related to shrimp, lobsters, and crabs, sharing key features like exoskeletons and jointed appendages. While there are many species of copepods in the ocean, the one the whales are specifically after is a species called Calanus finmarchicus. Calanus finmarchicus is considered a keystone species in the North Atlantic because A, it is extremely nutritious, and B, everything eats it. A keystone species is one that exerts an inordinate amount of control over the food web in an ecosystem. Take the species away, and the result is something called a trophic cascade, a big change in an ecosystem due to changes in the food web. One paper I read described the North Atlantic as a wasp waste ecosystem because the abundance of Calanus finmarchicus controls the predator populations from the bottom up by being the food source and prey populations from the top down by being the predators. In short, the abundance of this little creature smack dab in the middle of the food web determines a lot about virtually everything else that lives in the North Atlantic, from shrimp and commercially important fish, to seabirds and gelatinous animals like siphonophores, to yes, things like whales. Copepods tend to be highly desirable food items because they are typically pretty lipid dense, which is a fancy way of saying they store a lot of fat. This sounds like a bad thing to us humans, as we're all trained to think of fat as a dangerous nutrient. But that is because, due to our industrial food system, we have an overabundance of it, in all macronutrients, really. In non-industrial food systems, like those found in the plankton of the ocean, the more nutrient-dense a food item is, the more it is sought after. The more calories you can get for unit of hunting or grazing effort, the better because hunting and grazing take energy. So you have to make sure you're getting more energy in than you are expending to get it. Calanus finmarchicus fits this bill nicely by being as much as 50% fat by dry weight at certain times of the year. I like to think of them as the bacon bits of the ocean. Dr. David Fields, a senior researcher at Bigelow Lab in Booth Bay, Maine, has a different culinary description of this copepod. In the late fall, Calanus finmarchicus migrates from surface waters of the ocean, where they've been feeding all summer, to depths of 500 to 2,000 or more meters deep, where they aggregate in a dense layer and spend the winter in suspended animation. Fields refers to them as forming a butter layer in the ocean because they contain so much fat. Right whales take advantage of this in the fall, diving down and cruising along the butter layer to top off the tank before heading south for the winter. The copepods that are able to survive off their stored fat in the winter get to replenish their stores in the spring phytoplankton bloom, which, by the way, is happening right now. Up and down the coast and across the Gulf of Maine, surface waters are hitting the sweet spot of having sufficient nutrients, the result of a winter of cold water mixing, and sufficient light, 
due to the seasonal change of day length and intensity that results from the interplay of the Earth's tilt and orbit around the sun to fuel a massive explosion of photosynthesis by tiny algae called phytoplankton. Just like plants are the base of the food web on land, phytoplankton are the base of the food web in the ocean, and they go bananas every spring, taking advantage of available resources to grow and reproduce like crazy. All that phytoplankton is like the all-you-can-eat salad bar of the ocean, and Calamus finmarchicus come up from the deep to partake in the feeding frenzy, and in turn become the food for whales and other creatures returning to the Gulf of Maine, hungry from a long winter. It used to be, at least in modern memory, that Calamus finmarchicus could be reliably found in certain locations in the Gulf of Maine, which meant that right whales could also be found in those areas. But everything in the ocean is changing quickly. And Finmarchicus is showing up in places we aren't expecting them, which means the whales are too, which has been a huge problem for protecting this critically endangered species. It's a geographic version of the trophic cascade I talked about earlier. Instead of the prey species disappearing, it's just moved locations, taking its predators with it, for better or worse. This has been episode 86 of The Essential Rhythm, written and produced by me, Sarah O'Malley. The show is produced on Wamanaki land. Did you know you can find this show as a podcast? Go to weru.org to learn more. You can check out pictures of copepods on our Instagram. Search at The Essential Rhythm. The theme music is Lightstream by the artist Siddhartha, used by permission through Creative Commons. Thanks for listening and join us next week.